This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'd like to take a second to introduce our newest friends from SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal... Let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you are getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot marks great deals, yellow dot good deals, and red dot not so good deals. Use promo code ACAA. At checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. What are you waiting for? The promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. Since we started the show, we get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with. I don't always know who's going to win, but I do know where to go. The answer is my bookie. Between their live in-game betting, endless props, and fantasy sports wagers, there's something for everyone. With the best player perks in the sports book business, they've been good to us, and we know they'll be good to you. They're hooking our listeners up all month. Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code READY, R-E-A-D-Y, when creating your account to claim your 50% bonus, laying down $100, You've now got an extra $50 in play. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G, promo code READY. You play, you win, you get paid. Neil the rebound. Kevin Alley brings it up. Throws it across. Miller for three. Over the rebound for his ninth. 18 points, nine rebounds, six oh. assists. From oh, oh, oh the chicken! Double time! Miles Turner! Yeah! Welcome to the NBA, my friend! Turner sets the screen. Oh, Whoa. oh, oh, oh no! Oh, no. Right Don't let him throw it down like that! Victor on the default! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Born Ready to Pod Podcast. Welcome to episode 45 <laughs> of the Born Ready to Pod podcast. My name's Chris Cook. You know who's sitting next to me. It's Eric Hawk. Jake Light. Yep, the gruesome threesome. Welcome. Welcome. It's a somber day. It was a somber series. We got swept. I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but you know what would have helped? I don't know if you, Victor Oladipo. I mean, people are saying helped. it. Yeah, it's it's the excuse we all latch on to, and, it, and it's, it's a really I still don't think excuse. they win the series with Oladipo, but I think they go six. I don't or seven. either. You can't get swept without him. You just got spanked, and they played great defense. Credit to them. I just, and we didn't have anybody that could score at the same time, so it was a a terrible mix of two things. 
Well, I think the biggest thing was defensively we just weren't very good. Um, we just really weren't. It was a matchup problem. Offensively um, we weren't good. Yeah, I mean we just we weren't good. We got swept. I mean Jesus. I mean you got swept. So uh, you throw in Vic. How does Vic change defensively what we did? Who would he have guarded? Probably Brown. Brown or Tatum, yeah. Tatum you don't, you don't have him on Vic, or you don't have him on Kyrie. Maybe in like the fourth or in moments when you when you definitely. Well, because if we have Vic, we don't have West Matthews. Yeah. Because West Matthews is signed to be a backup. That's why he signed with us in the first place. But that's yeah. fine with me. He shot so piss poor and played bad in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. So, but my point kind of being is, and I know I'm going to have time. I don't think we have a script necessarily today. But, There's no script. Um, <laughs> Darren Collison's got to go. I mean, it, he's he's got to go. Um, what percent chance do you think we won't resign him? You uh, think? I think it's. I think there's it's, a zero percent chance he gets resigned. You don't think so? See, I, I was going to say twenty five. I was thinking we, there's a definitely a chance. Put it on there. Put it on here right now. If it happens, I want you to come back to this podcast. Zero percent chance. Darren Collison is listen. Amazing. He shouldn't okay. be. And um, you know, I've just been thinking about this all day. Um, and I even texted the guys, and I just said, "Listen, you can't win with bad guard play." And we had two. Really bad guards. Uh, we had Darren Collison and West Matthews did not play well at all. I mean, he took one of the he took the worst shot of the series, uh, a chance to win the game, uh, and he he took the worst shot of the series. Um, so I I just kind of went over. You can't win in this league without a good point guard, uh, without a dominant ball handler. You know, Vic is that, but at the same time, Vic needs a sidekick, and so. Um, I went over a list of uh, point guards in the NBA that I'd rather have over Darren Collison. Okay, so you stop me. I'm just going down. So we're gonna the be list. here for a while. Yeah. So uh, Kyrie Irving, I think we were all saying yes. D'Angelo Russell, yes. Um, ben Simmons, yes. Kyle Lowry, yes. I didn't go Colin Sexton at this point. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> really, if you want to get nitpicky, I'll save him for. I'll save him actually. Eric Bledsoe. Yep. Okay. Uh, Jamal Murray. Oh, yeah. Jeff Teague right now. Yeah, probably. Yep. Uh, Russell Westbrook, obviously. Dame Willard, obviously. Uh, Steph Curry, obviously. Patrick Beverly. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, skip, skip. Those teams, De'Aaron Fox, obviously. Okay. Uh, Trey Young. Yep. Kimba Walker. Yep. Goran Dragic. Yep. Uh, DJ Augustine. I even have him yeah. on the list. I mean, he did more in one game than... <laughs> DC did an all series. He can defend John Wall. Take out the contract, just player. Yes, obviously. Uh, Luka Doncic, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Chris Paul. Yep. Mike Conley. Oh yeah. Drew Holiday. Yep. Derek White. Yes, absolutely. Derek White or uh, oh my gosh, so how many teams was that? Like twenty. Uh, damn near twenty-five. The guys, and then these are the teams I'm even considering it based on their stats. Dennis Smith Jr. I wouldn't hate it. He's never been on a great team. No, never been on a great team. Uh, I did not go Chris Dunn. Absolutely not. If if you look at Reggie Jackson, I think he sucks. He sucks. But his 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 stats. I didn't I didn't put him on the list above Collison. I'm I'm trying to yeah. be. But you know, it's Reggie, an argument. Uh, I did not have on the list Ricky Rubio. Hey, he's played fine. In he's Spurs. played fine, but I think he's another guy who can't defend. Yeah. I think he's Collison esque. So I'm trying to be fair here. <coughs> I did not put Lonzo Ball. No. I will never put Lonzo Ball. And I did not put Tyler Johnson. Although Lonzo would probably be an upgrade defensively. He would be. Um, would you I, take Rondo over him? Uh, I don't. I think Rondo's starting point guard days are over. Yeah, but I. I so pro, yes. So and this then year. he didn't you, start at the end of the year. Yeah. When you put this into account next year, so all those shitty point guards that I just named, that Collison is 
better than, quote-unquote, John Morant will be on one of those teams. Yeah. John Morant, obviously. Yes. Kobe White, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And then R.J. Barrett's probably going to play the one. Yeah, I can see it. Let's just be honest here, though. He's a backup point guard. He's a backup point guard, but that's what I'm saying. Go out. It's time. I know, and we're going to have a ton of – we're going to have off-season podcasts, and we're going to be talking about this shit, but we have – you, we have to spend the money on point guard. Yeah. We have to go out and allocate funds, make moves. You gotta spice this up because even with Vic, we're not getting out of the East with this, with with this, the way this is created here. And guess what? If you want Bojan, they're saying he he might want twenty million. <laughs> what? Well, I, I don't know how that's even possible. I don't know how you can pay him. That. I'm going to give Pritchard the benefit of the doubt here. But why? For last year, going into twenty this season. So the Col- so let's just go back all the way to 2017. The Collison and Bogdanovich contracts weren't win-now moves. So Collison was like a stopgap point guard. Bogdanovich, you signed him pretty much... Like one year, two year, 20 mil, right? It was a two-year deal, and the second year was a team option. So yeah, for no risk at all in the deals whatsoever. If they don't work out, you just don't let them play the next season. So I think both of them, even Collison... Going into this season, easily, I think $10 million is feasible. And I don't even know whose other point guards last summer they could have signed. Um, I don't think in nobody, even Kevin Pritchard himself, thought that first season the Pacers were going to win 48 games with Oladipo and he's going to break out like that. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought this was a fringe 8 seed. 40 win team. 40 win team, maybe even lower than that. So going into the season, I think Collison... I can see why they took the team option and let him be the starting point guard again this season. Two years in a row, that's enough. So yeah, he's gone. I I just don't see I he's got eyes like the rest of us. He knows. Darren Collison's what, thirty one now, thirty two. He's not a starting point guard in this league. Pretty much really hasn't been his whole entire career. He's a backup point guard. If he got backup point guard minutes, I wouldn't be mad. Um, but you only need one point guard going the next season. Aaron Holiday has got to get backup minutes. I don't think he's ready for the starting job, but he's definitely got it to be solidified backup point guard. You let Corey Joseph walk. You let Darren Collison walk, and you have to go in trade. You have to get somebody like Mike Conley. You have to sign somebody like Kemba, which probably won't happen because what are the odds he comes to Indiana? Uh, You'd have to severely overpay for Kemba Walker, but... If I were the Pacers, I would do it. From what you see here, the four teams left in the East, Toronto, uh, Philly, Boston, and Milwaukee. I mean, Giannis is worth two stars in his, on his own. He's got Middleton and Chris or, uh, and uh, Bledsoe. And then you have on – you got four, four – or two stars on Philly and two decent players as well in the starting lineup. And Toronto, you have two studs in the starting lineup. Siakam, I think, is going to be a star. And then also, who's the other team? I keep, I'm keep i losing track here. Boston. Boston. You have Kyrie, and then you also have a group of guys who a are group of studs. Five guys. That are going to be stars. Outside of Miles Turner, I don't think, is going to be, as much as we're everybody's hard on him, and I'm very happy with the way that he plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, way better. Yeah. Offensively, he's never going to be the guy. Mm-hmm. Defensively, Miles Turner is a top five defensive player in the league. 
offensively, he's never going to be that. I mean, he can shoot the ball, don't get me wrong. The Pacers probably don't use him the correct way in the offense. But he's not going to be the second guy, second option. Bogdanovich is not a second option. He's more of a third or fourth option. The Pacers have got to get... My whole point is here, all those teams have multiple studs. Mm -hmm. The Pacers don't. If you want to compete with those teams, you have to go out and pay up and get Kimball Walker or somebody else on that same level if you want to get out of the freaking first round of the playoffs. This whole culture thing and everything, it's all nice and cute. We enjoy it. In the end, you have to get stars on your team. You're going to have to do something. Oladipo needs somebody next to him to play with. Trade for Mike Conley's getting old. I don't even really like that. But you have got to get another all-star, an all-star yeah. to play in the starting five. You have to. I mean, just look around the league. I'd consider Nurkic was probably a fringe all-star. And McCollum, when he wants to be, is a fringe all-star. Oh, my gosh. They yeah. lose one of those guys, and, they're, and they just beat the Thunder 3-1 in a series. Mm-hmm. Like, they just kept rolling. Because they have those horses. They have those studs that can at least score. You know, defensively, yeah. we'll figure it out. we got to match scoring in this league. You have to. Because we showed that you, if you well, don't think, match scoring, it becomes a defensive battle. I think they saw the top three defensive teams are out of the playoffs, the Thunder Pacers and another team. But and is they, that the way Pritchard, McMillan, that's our no. culture right now is that way. So no. and the this top, the offseason, they're either going to change or they're going to do much of the same. Okay. Here's I what, think they're going to do much of the same. You have, We're going to get some new guys. Let Jake, so. Before I let yeah, Jake get no, to his good. point. You have to score points. You can't score eight points in a quarter. No, even not. even the Pacers held the Celtics to eighty four points, and I believe they held them to under a hundred points in like two or three of the games. But yet they couldn't score points. So that's all that matters. You can play great defense. I'd say holding a team in today's NBA under a hundred points is a good, great, defense. great defensive game. Yes. And the Pacers got swept. <laughs> they have got to get offense. They got to get scoring. All this defensive BS. I mean, I love I love defense. It would have worked back in the 2000s and the, in the 90s, but now you have got to get offensive players. Got to do something else. You can go ahead now. No, absolutely. No, I think Chris makes a great point, and Chris probably talked more in that little five-minute span than he has the whole. I know, he's I fired up. It. I love it, and uh, he, he deserves it because he's pretty much the biggest diehard Pacers fan I know. So, I mean, um, here's what I want you guys to think about. Um just let's think about the four East teams because I, I was just in your thing. But who who are the three best players on the Milwaukee Bucks? Three best. I think Giannis, I said I'm Giannis, Middleton, Middleton, Bledsoe. Okay, and what positions do they play? Point guard, Point shooting guards, guard, yes. slash small forward. Okay, so they all handle the ball. pretty much yeah. two wing guys and a point yeah. guard. Let's go over. Let's go over Toronto. Best three players: Kawhi, Siakam, Lowry, Siakam. Lowry, yeah. All of them handle the ball. See, Occam's been—he's basically been a small forward. Basically, yeah, I mean, they all—they're all—they're all handling the ball. We got um, who? Who? Uh, Philly. The Buck, or, sorry, not the Bucks. Philly. I mean, Tobias, Joel, Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler. Like who? who yeah. Not? Okay. So Joel's probably. Redick, I mean, Reddick is just. A Joel's great in that. In the they at least have three guys. Okay, they, okay, they definitely have three good ball Simmons, handlers. Butler and Harris. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then our last team. Celtics. Who do they got? Kyrie, everybody, everybody. Al Horford can relate. So Al Horford was just making everything. What I'm telling, what yeah, and I I respect Al Horford, but I would say it's probably Kyrie, uh, Tatum, and Horford. I would say that's probably fair. But what I what I'm trying to get through to our audience here, and I like to think we know what the hell we're talking about. We're pretty good at this stuff. Everybody's best players 
are ball handlers that can control the game and get their own shot. Okay, now who are our three best players in this series? Bojan, Turner, Sabonis. Okay, Tyreek in the series. Well, in the series. Okay, but I'm saying we'll, we'll which say, sucks. So we'll say those three. We'll say Turner. So who are our best three players this year? Bojan, yeah. uh, Sabonis, and Turner. Right. Yeah. That's two big guys that can't get their own shot unless you throw it to them on the block. And th- you can't win in the playoffs like that. And Bojan cannot. Bojan he can is not three guys that yeah. can't get He can drive to the basket, but he can't he create is not, a shot. Yeah, and he's not creating for other people. Okay, I, I'm just saying, like, I get it. It's cute. I love the culture thing. I do. I preach it. I love the culture. I love the team. I love the guys on the team. But what I'm telling you is we are trying to build. We just gave Turner a huge contract. I, we love Sabonis, but we're trying to build this roster. We're zigging while everyone's zagging, and we're zigging right on out of the, of the playoff hunt. I mean, we, we just we're not going to beat these teams. Chris is right. We got to go out. We got to we got to trade. If I don't really like Conley either, I don't think he's the idea here. But he's better than what we got, and he would automatically be one of our three best players. Obviously, Vic, one of our best players, he would slide in at, at one of those three best player spots, but. I, I, I'm just telling you guys, we have to have guys that can go get their own shot. Wes Matthews can't get his own shot, and when he tries to, he throws that son of a bee off the backboard. I mean, literally, it didn't, it doesn't even get it there. Bojan, same thing. I mean, it's tough. We have to get guys that can create their own shot. And if Pritchard wants to create another team and go with this unit one more time, we're, we're going to be, uh, next year we'll be between the three and the six seed, and we'll get our asses bounced in the playoffs. And we'll beat the teams that aren't great. We'll lose to the teams that are, and we have no chance to do anything. And then just think, it's Bur- a rut. Brooklyn's coming. They're up and coming. It's yeah. Groundhog Day, is what you're telling. Yeah, me. yeah. That's we're, what we're gonna be what stu- every year. We're gonna have the 16th to 22nd pick and just be bounced out of the playoffs early. But and that's what I'm trying to preach. And I think that's what Chris was preaching as well. Like it was almost like we we put band aids on it with Bogdanovich and Collison. I think we found a gym in Bojan. I think I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. But here's the thing now. There's no more Band-Aids. The Band-Aids, we're now gushing blood. We, we've been cut. <laughs> we're on the third episode of Game of Thrones and the White Walkers just stabbed us like ten times. Like, it, I mean, we're set me on fire before I turn into a white, basically okay. is what I'm saying. So just change change the culture. Trust Vic. Bring back Bojan. Or don't, I don't care, but bring back one of Thad or Bojan, Thad for a cheaper deal, and try to build this thing up. Give Kimba a blank check. I don't care. I'm about to say something dangerous, something I hate, something I absolutely hate, but it just came to my mind. Maybe you go out and you try to trade for one of these superstars that always gets hurt on a bad contract. Blake Griffin. Now, I mean, I was thinking John Wall. That's who I'm thinking right there. John Wall. I wouldn't trade for him next season. He won't even play to like Listen, but that's what I'm saying. It's going to take something like that where where it's going to be a very Derrick Rose. And I want to punch John Wall in the face. Derrick Rose? Mm, Maybe too much, but you get what I'm saying. Maybe six years. We got to jump in. We got to jump in the cold water. And Pritchard's got to be willing to do it. I would not be surprised if. This is not Pritchard's last go around this year. This next coming year, he's got he's got to make something work. No, I think he's maybe from a fan perspective. I think I don't think I think Pritchard's job is definitely safe. It's Nate like McMillan. It. This upcoming year's make or break. I don't care if him and Pritchard are buddies. Nate McMillan. If the Pacers lose in the first round next season, he has got to go. 
We Richard, haven't won a first so, round series since when? 2014? Is that what I... Yes. Listen, I'm just going to say too long I like I like Kevin Pritchard. I, I truly do. I think he, he... I like his attitude. We're not... You know, we're not tanking. Never tank. Whatever. I like that. But other than... He made a trade. First off, he traded Paul George. So he's the GM that couldn't make Paul George happy. Which I hate Paul George. I'm not going to act like... I, I'm happy to have Vic and Sabonis. But other than the Vic and Sabonis move... What has he done that's warranted all of this cushion on his job? He got he got Darren Collison. Nice job. Bojan, nice job. Since we've got those guys, we've been bounced out of the first round both years. Yeah, I don't know. He didn't trade for Thad. That was uh, Larry Bird. Which was a great trade. But Pritchard was probably doing most of the work there. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Um, I mean, I'm not saying he's bad. Wes Matthews, I think, was a good move. Yeah. But, I mean, he had that connection with Nate that he loved, so I don't know. Tyreek, I'm not going to really criticize. No, we thought Tyreek was going to be We fun. thought it was going to be a good Doug fit. Doug McDermott? But I do not like the Doug McDermott contract. Yeah, that, sucks. that sucks. But I'm. But I, you take the good with the listen, bad. Yeah, not every that's GM's what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying that he needs to be perfect. Everybody makes bad moves, but I'm saying like, I think Pacers Twitter's like, oh yeah, Kevin Pritchard, great job. If you really break it down, he made he made one good trade. He made one good signing. And to be determined, T.J. Leaf was a bad bad. Yeah, and I try not to. TJ leaves red draft picks. Aaron Holiday, I feel like he's I mean, we can't decide that now whether or not that was a good move. Uh, just I, I just case him I just I don't want to act like Kevin Pritchard should get off scot free. That's basically what I'm saying. No, and I'm not saying you gotta fire. hold him accountable. Yeah, I'm not saying fire the that's one thing, job. The yeah. one thing he hasn't done is I said give him a little leash earlier. That's because going into the last year I would have done the same thing. I would have picked up the options on both Bogey and Collison. I don't really think there was any other point guard last season that would have I would have wanted to sign to a long-term deal. I'd have to look at the list. So yeah, I give him a leash for those moves, but this is his biggest offseason. Yeah, actually I'm going to take that back. Trading Paul George was a pretty big offseason. This is his second biggest offseason. Last year, I'm just going to call it a wash. If he screws this up, then I think we can start the criticized Pritchard noise that you're coming at right now I, i'm not I, I i don't want i'm not yelling criticizing but i'm saying he's got to be cognizant of the fact that gotta get these cookies out of my face yeah <laughs> we got to be cognizant of the fact that he's not the all-compassing hero yeah like, I you know what i mean so. i agree all right finish something i'm eating a cookie right now so i think chris i think at some point we were going to talk about here pacers we want to see back or we think we'll be back um, so, yep, as Chris is, can we get this guy some milk, please? He's got his cookie and milk. So, I think, Chris, are you good? Yep. All right. We All right. This for the kids. Upcoming Pacers free agents. I'm going to say a name, you say yes or no. Um, this is gut feeling or what we would do? Both. Okay. Starting up, we won't start with him first. Tyreek Evans. No. No. Gut feeling? Hell no. Absolutely not. Wesley Matthews. No. No, let's just clear clear house. Darren Collison. No. No. Gut feeling. No. Gut feeling as if we think they will? Yeah. No. Corey Joseph. No. I think he's got a better chance at Collison, but I'd still say no. Kylo Quinn. No. What's the point? I mean, use that money somewhere else. I think it depends on what we do with Thad, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'll actually say yes to Kylo Quinn. And then the last two, 
Thad Young. Yes. Yeah. I think we can get him relatively cheap. Right. Will he come off the bench, or do you think he should be a starter next season if he comes back? I think he could be fine starter. He does every little thing that you need someone to do, but you just, like if he's your second option or third option scoring, yeah, you don't want screwed. him to do that. He needs to be your last option scoring wise and just do everything. You else. don't give him anything over ten million. Like you, he's oh. got to be single. Oh digit. hell no, it's single yeah. digits. I was thinking one year seven mil, and yes, I would yeah, give I think that that's back. Fair. And gut feeling, yes, he comes back. And then Bojan Bogdanovic. And I was just going to start to say, you did the point guard list. Name small forwards that are actually better than Bojan right okay, now. Okay, let's do this. I got, I got the list. Get the list. But while you're looking at that, yes or yes to gut feeling or no to Where gut Where did you feeling. hear that he wants $20 million? I think it, it was, was just a number that... It was, uh, was that Indy Star that suggested like four years? It was not... Ago? It wasn't coming from Bojan's camp. It was no, just a yeah. suggestion. He's... he's I, got a, he, I got like a heavy set feeling he's definitely staying. Yeah. I think he'll be back, but I would be cautious. Okay. And he has said on the record that he doesn't like switching places. Yeah. But he hasn't really come out and say that he like definitively wants to stay. Alright, here we go. And Bo- money will change his Is Bojan better than these players? If someone offers him $30 million, if I'm Bojan, I mean, you gotta go. You gotta go. $30 million a year? They won't, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Jesus. If they offer him a shit ton of money, he's gotta leave. Yeah. Jason Tatum. Well. Yes. Right now? Yeah, I would say Jason Tatum. 100%. Don't even consider potential. No, Jason Tatum. I'd rather have Jason Tatum. I mean, he did play with Kyrie, so like that adds. And he's, he's got his own. I'm gonna say Bojan. Oh my god! <laughs> Demar- I felt Demari Carroll. Bojan. Okay, uh, Knicks. I don't think it really matters. Who I can't even think of. Bojan. I guess Jimmy Butler. Ooh. I mean, if you think it all things considered, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is a better player. But who would I rather so right have? Now maybe. We have two. Depending on the locker room. No, I, 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 are we going who's the better player? Just think player? of player. Better player, Jimmy Butler, easy. Okay, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi. Kawhi. Good. Uh, ooh, Bulls. Uh, uh, That's Otto Porter. We need Kevin Pritchard's list. Otto Porter. We need his list Would of rankings. Would you rather Otto Porter or Bojan? Bojan. Good, I agree. Um, Cleveland, does it matter? No. Uh, Chetty? <laughs> Chetty Osmond, no. Uh, Detroit, I can't think of anybody. Who is their small forward? Is it Luke Kennard? I don't think he starts, does he? Who cares? They're small forwards, guys. So. Okay, uh, I, Giannis. Yeah, <laughs> he's more Easy. of a power forward. Uh, he's so, been or, so let's just say Middleton. Middle, I'd rather have Middleton. Middleton. Easy. Yeah. Okay. Um, Denver Nuggets. Off the top of my head, I think Gary Harris might play small forward for them. They got that O'Neal dude that's been playing good. That's Utah. Utah. I think I'd rather have Gary Harris, honestly, but. Yeah, Gary Harris. I'll take Bojan. Jesus, what is wrong with you two? Okay, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Covington. Covington. I'd rather have Bojan. Uh, Paul George, unfortunately. Paul yeah, George. Pass. Uh, Portland. I don't know. So we're we're not gonna. Yeah, count it's those. Utah the, Jazz. Are we counting Donovan Mitchell as a small shooting guard? He's not a small. Okay, forward. so Joe Ingles. Bogdanovich. I'd rather have Bojan. I would too. Uh, Golden State. We're just gonna give them Durant. Give them the guy. <laughs> uh, L.A. Clippers. So what? Didn't know Gallinari. I'd probably rather have Bojan. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lakers. LeBron. 
So let's Toss just spare our, let's spare ourselves. We don't have that. We don't have that many more. We don't have that many more. He's a top ten small forward in the league. Ah, it's getting close right now. We have him at nine. Uh, Phoenix Suns. No. No. Who cares? Sacramento Kings. Harrison Barnes. No. Pass. Uh, Atlanta Hawks. No. Charlotte Hornets. Who's that kid? Gilchrist. I don't know. No. Uh, Miami. Josh Richardson. I'd rather have Bojan. Okay. Uh, Orlando Magic. I don't think so. Uh, Washington Wizards. Ariza. Ariza. I like Ariza, but I'd say Bojan. Yeah. No shit. Okay. Uh, Dallas Mavericks. We use Luke at point guard, so we can't use him there. So we'll give Bojan. Uh, Houston Rockets. That's your. Do they have PJ Tucker? I don't. PJ Tucker, no. Memphis Grizzlies. Chandler Parsons, no. Yeah. Uh, Pelicans. I don't even. No. Okay. And then Rudy Gay. So he's a top. Let's just say he's at least top fifteen. No, he's definitely. I think he's top ten. I think he's top top ten. So if born ready to pod certified top ten, I'd like to have him back. Okay. What would you not be willing to spend on him? Twenty million. Anything over twenty million is a no go. But I can see a case for like twenty. Listen, two years, thirty million is where I'm starting. I was going to say two or three years, like eighteen million. Yeah. Yes. Two years. Two years. I don't think he'd accept that. I think he'd try to get to twenty if. You know, but that's semantics, I guess. It's going to be tough because if some stupid team, like let's say the Knicks lose out on their free agents. Yeah, he's going to – this isn't going to be one that's Brandon right away, Ingram. I feel like. Like – I'd rather have Bowie on the Brandon Ingram. Like if someone just offers him a crap ton of money, he's <laughs> he's going to have to take – the Pacers just cannot get in a bidding war for Bogdanovich. No, that would preoccupy all their time, and I feel like you just – either you tr- – you, Hit him with a hard offer that you're not going to budge from right away. Bojan or Kimba Walker? Kimba. Easy, right? Yeah, I yeah. think you could replace Bojan easier. Than we haven't had a starting good point guard in a completely. decade. Yeah, I think pretty much what we've said is in-house free agents, we really just want Thad and Bojan back. Yeah, for the right price. And point guard. We're not going to get too much into off-season details because everything can change in two or three months, but they have got to upgrade at point guard and we need we need less toilet videos is what we need oh yeah let's finish this off (laughs) toilet video after game three hawk (laughs) we were in cleveland i'll just let hawk tell the story well i just now watched the whole video today i went to the game three and at beggar's life it was great the 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 shirts the wristbands were really cool that they gave you that were synced up everything was great except for the the product on the court and Kyrie, I think only Kyrie had like twenty or so, but it yeah. was the really loudest, down that game. loudest twenty like ever. Like every time they needed a bucket, every time the crowd was getting wild, Kyrie just took it and it yeah. was silent. You know, it was just heartbreaking. Went to uh, the great establishment, Tin Roof. It's not quite Hooters, but you know it's up there, and yeah. it was packed, absolutely packed of sorrow. It was a weird mood. It was like a violent mood in there almost because everyone was pissed we lost. So. I went to the bathroom. I think I had just had a tequila shot, and I, and I think I was—I don't because quite remember. Yeah, yeah. So I don't quite remember, but I, I think I puked in the bathroom, and then I just sat on the toilet with my head down. And I was like, I got to talk to somebody, hoping Dewan or Sobro would pop on. But went in there and talked a little sadness with the Pacers and on the toilet, and you know, it was a great spot. 
Yeah, and I as soon as you had recorded that, or I think Jake had mentioned that you were sitting on a toilet. <laughs> I was like, "Where's he?" First, at? first thing I did, I had to get right on Twitter and I watched all four minutes or whatever it was. And I even told you this: I tried to make my wife watch it, and she couldn't even get through a minute just because she said it was so awkward. It was very awkward. Um, it's in a men's restroom. <laughs> the bed on the pie. The best part, I think, was you. Saying that we needed a playmaker. <laughs> like, that wasn't the most obvious thing. He's just, like, coaching the team. Yeah, we need a playmaker. We definitely needed it. And then you can just hear all the commotion in the background. Guys, like, having conversations. And they're probably just thinking in their head, What the fuck is this guy in the toilet? What is he doing? It's expanding. It was sad. It was a heartbreaking night, but... It's kind of a relief at the same time we've talked about it. That game four. It I, has been a relief. I, did I not knew we were going to lose. Because we were going to lose game five. And I didn't want to get to game six because then I'd have to buy tickets to the game. So <laughs> I escaped that one pretty easily. So what, are we going to an exhibition game next year? I mean, we could do something, but I don't want to buy tickets for something that's not Pacers related. So maybe we can find something. Maybe uh, the NBA draft. That would be it. Yeah. Is, it, is it in New York? Uh, yes. <laughs> I have to go, but I've always wanted to go. To the that draft. would be awesome. Yeah, we're going. Well, we're going to be at the NFL draft. I know you guys are going to the NFL draft. Maybe we need to hit them both. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. <laughs> Chris doesn't seem like he's in the NBA draft yet. It's just a quick drive to New York, right? It's like twelve hours. You might be on your honeymoon. Oh. <laughs> Well, I guess we could we could probably can you that. skip the honeymoon. I think we could probably skip the wedding or something. Right? <laughs> All right, we're answer. gonna wrap up this part. Yeah, and we have a couple guys who want to call us. Yeah, so we're gonna give them a call. Who's on the docket? Comics, dude. Oh, so we okay. can finally t- we can talk him, some Avengers with him. We can give him shit oh. for what he did to us at Hooters night. Yeah, and then Rev Diesel. Oh, I can't wait. To, I, so, I saw Rev Diesel after the game. Yeah, you're gonna have to talk to him about it. So literally, I'm walking out of the game. Literally, like into the concourse in the upper deck, and it's just Rev Diesel staring me in. I swear to God, right out the concourse. Who initiated the contact? Was it you? It was him. him. He goes, I think he said, Hey, Hawk, or something, and I I think I gave him a hug. (laughs) You just knew right when you saw him. I just knew. That's Rev Diesel. You just know when you see Rev Diesel. He's revving around. Listen, I got breaking news on Rev Diesel. Okay. Well, this is important. Name five jobs that he's had in his life. He just tweeted this. Five jobs. Oh, wow. Come on. Let's I got to name guess. them all? got to name them all. Oh, my goodness. Cashier. Uh, no. Uh, Busboy? Mm, no. Phlebotomist. <laughs> no. Car salesman? Nope. Number one on his list. <laughs> soccer referee. Really? Soccer referee. Okay. <laughs> uh, number two. Highway department tech. Okay. Okay. Number Respect. three, alumni affairs student assistant. Okay. Yeah, he's up here. Product spec engineer. Okay, Rev. And number five, which I'm assuming is his job now, automation engineer slash account manager. Oh, hell yeah. So Rev Diesel is... See, I would have guessed engineer fast on him. Yeah, with the diesel he's name. Be- beautiful mind, diesel engines. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, definitely. We got to talk to him about it <laughs> here in just a second. Now joining us on the pod, one of our loyal listeners, one of the biggest Pacer fans we know, uh, the one, the only, Rev Diesel. Rev, this has been an up and down start to the podcast. Uh, we've we've had our lows, kind of started out on a low note, kind of got on a high note, kind of arguing a little bit back and forth of uh, who's coming back and whatnot. So uh, if you want to 
you know, come at us with a flurry of moves. If you want to come at us just talking about how you felt after game four, the floor is yours, buddy. We're, we're here to uh, just listen to you like a, like a good psychiatrist. Well, I was pretty damn bummed after game four. I thought we were going to at least get one game, uh, especially after Marcus Smart got injured. But um, looking forward to the offseason, I mean, we got a lot of room to grow. Uh, what is it, seven, eight players that we're going to be releasing into free agency, right? So I hope so. <laughs> I, I think, um, honestly, I think probably our biggest need is a point guard. And yep. there's a saturation of point guards in free agency this year. I mean, I don't see us getting any of the big names, like no Kyrie. But I think, you know, going for somebody like Derrick Rose for two years to – bridge the gap until either Holiday grows or we can find another big name. Um, and Derrick Rose is going to be pricey, but I don't think Minnesota is going to be able to re-sign him unless they dump Conley, right? Yeah, it's looking like that. Um, and I really don't want Conley. I don't want to trade for him. I don't like his contract. And I feel like he's a Jeff Peak if he comes to us. Um, Maybe. <laughs> what would you – Rev, what would you say – I'm just going to uh, – Kyrie, these are some point guards available. Kyrie Irving, not coming. Uh, Kimball Walker's listed as the number two point guard. We've already said, give him a blank check, if, whatever he wants. Would you be cool with that? Uh, I would be fine with it. Uh, I'm not as high on him as some others. I don't know if he'd fit very well. Um, because yeah. this last season, he just kind of had it all, right? And... How does he fit with a ball-dominant player like Oladipo who's going to come in, not at the start of the season probably, but eventually. Um, so I don't know if he fits quite as well. Do, do I also wouldn't be too upset if we were to, you know, package deals, the bonus, and somebody else in a pick for Jeru Holiday. Don't it. I like that. I like that. Uh, D'Angelo Russell restricted. He's going to be kept. Eric Bledsoe's unrestricted. I think we can say reasonably. The I think he's already signed. Oh, did he? Okay, so sorry. I'm looking yeah. at an old list. I apologize. Derek Rose, you've already mentioned him. Goran Dragic, player option. I'm assuming he's going to stick with it. Malcolm Brogdon, he's restricted. I think he's going to stay. Ricky Rubio, does that name float the boat a little or no? Uh, I'm not that high on Ricky Rubio. Uh, I think he's going to be overpriced. Ricky Rubio will be a Pacers next Pacer next season. Book it. You think so? Book it. What's no. more realistic, him or we Absolutely draft Tyler not. Hero? Do what? Um, <laughs> Tyler Hero, the white kid well, from Kentucky. Sure. I know nothing about college. Okay, hold, hold on, Rev. So you don't you don't like the idea of Ricky Rubio? Not really. No. Who do you, who's who is better? We've already had this discussion today, actually. Ricky Rubio or Darren Collison? Uh, um. <laughs> That's where we put. That was kind of the line. That was it. That was I. You know, I'm a Collison hater. Everyone knows that, but um, I still had Collison slightly above him. But that's kind of where the line is drawn for me. I think he's a little bit above him, but he's probably going to be too. Like I think Collison's going to get too big of a paycheck this offseason, and it's not going to be with the Pacers. Okay, uh, Terry Rozier. I think Terry Rozier's great, but. I don't think we could land him. Okay. Um, 
And then, just to tell you how far we've gone, Darren Collison is the number 10 freaking point guard in free agency. I mean, that is... Yeah. That, that makes me want to jump off a bridge. I'm telling you, Patrick Beverly's the guy I want. I want Patrick Beverly. I mean, I get it, but... Again, I mean, he's not sexy. I didn't say he was, you know, I wouldn't. I mean, he he's not Rev Diesel Yeah, he's sexy. not Rev Diesel sexy. I mean, what the hell. But, I mean, I think he fits our team better. And I still think maybe I would be super happy if we got, like, a combination of Pat Beverly and, like, a, a better, like, power forward. Uh, Thad could start. Maybe that power forward starts. I'm not sure about Bojan. I There's just so many question marks. And I think it's just going to leave a lot to the imagination for a few months. Yeah, for a few months. I I definitely think our next big problem spot is small forward and shooting guard. Uh, I think even though they performed pretty poorly together in the playoffs, that Demonis could still slide in there with Miles. Uh, I don't know if we're going to keep retain Thad and Bojan. And I would honestly prefer to retain Thad and put him on the second unit. Uh, because I think we should go all in on somebody big. Now, I don't think we can land him, but obviously Clay Thompson's going to be the, one of the top free agents we're looking for. I would do... I know I have students listening to this, but I would be very happy with that. I'd be very, very happy. That's the dream for... Let's say twenty nine of the thirty You're right. teams. Yeah, <laughs> and I I don't think it's a terrible idea to consider moving Vic to a point guard position and then going for a big shooting guard or a big small forward. What what do you what do you think? The, I mean, when do you think we're going to get Vic back though? Because I've seen reports maybe early January, late December. Um, it's going to be two or three months. Say that again. You kind of broke out on me. Uh, it'll be two or three months. I could see him coming back sooner, but I don't want him to come back sooner. No, I think we need a team that's going to be able to, like last year, keep us afloat. So Pritchard's the man. Also, just wanted to mention that uh, I saw you after game three in the hallway. I, I, I vaguely barely remember it, but I remember it being the best <laughs> part. Of, I remember the best part of the evening was seeing oh, Rev Diesel. It absolutely was the best part of the evening. I, I don't know. I did go to Goodfellas right before the game, and that was pretty bomb pizza. Yeah. Explain the mood, because I, I vaguely remember it, and I, I remember it was very packed. Did I seem more drunk than I was? No. Actually, I didn't even realize that you were tipsy. Perfect. That's all great. Yeah. That's the move. Now, did you did you happen to see the video of Hawk on the toilet? <laughs> I did see that video, and then I realized at what point I saw him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good night, other than the loss, obviously, but it was good to see you. Always a pleasure. Yeah. You got anything else? Also, I got one more hot take that's going to piss some people off. Oh, oh we got it here. Hey, this is... Hey, Lay it on us thick. I want this to be your final point. I want this to be the drop mic, the moment we all remember. Let's see what you got. All right, so... I have my big... You know, here's my dream lineup. And part of that lineup is the bench unit being, you know, Aaron Holiday. I guess... Doug McDermott, because we still have him for more years. <laughs> Bad Young. And then Tyreek's going to be cheap. And he was basically the whipped cream on shit of our postseason. So, <laughs> I don't, I, I wouldn't be upset to see Tyreek come back. 
Whoa! Whoa, bro! Not like Jeremy W. Miller listen to this podcast. Yeah, I uh, I 100 percent agree, but maybe for like, see if you'll take two million dollars. Like, what's the price you wouldn't give him? Uh, I'm not. I don't want to go above ten million. Okay, we'll see. I think anything over eight million, if we're just wasting our time yeah. kicking the rug, bucket down the road. I think it. I th- yeah. That I, was a hot take. Yeah, it was. that was that was hot. But I you like can't it. deny that he was. Oh, he, yeah. He I mean, played his best basketball when yeah. it counted, which there's something to be said for that. Yeah. Well, I think he'll I think end his Pacers career life. on not the worst sour note ever, but he's still up there with Evan Turner for me as like most hated Pacers right. in my mind. But, um, but I think a couple two-year deals, maybe Tyreek at 8-6, and six, and then get Derrick Rose in, it's probably going to be 12-15, right? And then we could, when those two-year deals are up, we can offer Vic the max if he's still doing – doing well right yep so that's where i see myself the rev diesel pacers i love it well thanks for joining us rev all right have Ta- a good one guys all you right too. love you all right Dang. love you too <laughs> speak to him. just get it right hello up. how dare you how dare you listen <laughs> how could you stand us up on hooters night look Look, I was not responsible for my actions because I was ill. From the, were you, was it coming out the front or the back? Both. That does Hooters would have helped. Listen, Hooters would have cleaned that right out of your system. Have you ever had those chicken wings? Well, you know, uh, I have not, but uh, I don't even remember what it was that got me because it's been a few weeks. Yeah. I've had a few beers since then. All right, so let's start off with what everyone wants to talk about. What your Twitter handle implies? How excited are you for Avengers Endgame? Oh man, I'm. <laughs> oh, I'm. <laughs> Jeez, dude, because I'm just as excited. Yeah, I am. I am. It's Friday at seven thirty. Can't come quick enough. So you're going Friday, not Thursday. We're spoiling it for you. I'm gonna tweet uh, at you. I'm, I'm gonna shut down. Like I'm gonna like turn off my phone to like. Like until I see it. What are you expecting? I, I saw that it was the fastest pre-sale, largest amount. Do you think it'll be the highest-grossing movie of all time when this is all, all oh, said and done? Definitely. You definitely. think so? Um, I mean, I, I see projections that it could like hit like five, five hundred, six hundred million. Um, I mean, I don't, even, I don't even know what the pre-sale numbers are. Uh, they're they're insane. Yeah. So then, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna hit a billion so quickly. Because you're, it's going to get released overseas, and you know, I know Black Panther and Captain Marvel—they hit billions. But this this thing is going to—it's—it's—it's it's going to be crazy. And I mean, I've heard you know so many things, especially today, just talking about you know whether there's going to be an end credit scene or you know can can I go run to the bathroom real quick? Like everyone's saying, like you need to sit in your seat for the entire three hours and one minute. Yeah, I uh, I, I can't wait. There's got to be an end credit scene. I need one prediction. I, I'm saying. I, I, people have said that there's not one, but I'm, I'm saying. Just I, to make I sure. I don't care if I piss my pants. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying. That's committed it, to the grind. I mean, this has been like 10 years you know, in the making. All right, I need one projection. Give me a main character that they kill off or dies heroically, we'll say, and then we'll get into Pacers. Um, you know, Captain uh, Iron Man, one of them. 
I go back and forth between Cap and Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just, you know, both of them are probably wanting to kind of, you know, move on from the characters. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, you know, they're kind of, it's time for, I guess, the new blood to kind of thing. So I kind of, as I think about it, I, I lean more towards Cap because in the comics, Bucky kind of takes over as Cap. Yeah. And same with Falcon. So I can kind of see either of them kind of taking the shield and kind of taking the mantle. Um, but deep down, I don't want any of them to die. I mean, it's just, you know, it, it, it would just, it, just, it would just suck. Yeah, it would be it would be heart wrenching. All right, that's enough comic. Hold on, I I have one question actually. Okay. So, uh, comic dude, um, I have I've seen Iron Man one, <laughs> and I have seen Guardians of the Galaxy two. Other than that, I have <laughs> never seen one of these movies. So, uh, now now hear me out here. Um, it was just it's not that I don't like them. I actually I actually do like them. But it almost was like uh, it got a little uh, over the top for me, like I couldn't catch up. So um, yeah. one of the te- uh, one of the teachers that I teach with, she is she stresses that I have to watch all like twenty four movies. Is this the case? Do I really need to watch? No, 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 no. 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 I think. Um, I mean, I, I think what you can. I mean, you did right with with Iron Man, and you did, and you've done right with with Guardians. Even though I don't like Guardians. You know that it they do factor in. Well, they had the um, they had the infinity uh, infinity rock or whatever. Yeah, it had one of the stones. Yeah, I think you can get away with just watching the the other two Avengers movies, and, and obviously, okay, the other three, I should say. The I would just if if you don't have it, if you just want to see this movie just to see it, I would watch the three Avengers movies. And then Wikipedia the rest. Yeah, I was thinking you could watch from Civil War on. So that's probably like, what, five or six movies? Because that's kind of yeah, when I mean, they you, divide yeah, you apart. Can add in, um, and I, yeah, okay, that would probably be another one, is to add in Civil War to see kind of wh- what happens with some of the characters, their, their, yeah. you know, their character story arcs. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would start you know, watch Avengers, then Avengers Age of Ultron, then Civil War. And then Infinity War. And, and then it should be good. So that's only about 12 hours of movies. You okay. I, 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 I think this is going to be one of those things where I'm going to try not to pay attention to what people say. Um, and I know, but I mean, I can, I mean, I've mean, i done this before, and I think I'm just going to watch all the movies in the summer when I'm you know, I mean, not hey, teaching. You could, you could not pick uh, a set of movies to watch. You, I mean, I think some of these are some of the best movies that I've seen that are, I guess, of the... Of that genre, I mean, obviously there's better movies out there, more well known, more um, you know, critically acclaimed. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to watch them all, then watch them all. I mean, yeah, it's like Pokemon, you gotta catch them all. Okay, listen, <laughs> are you a Game of Thrones? Are you a Game of Thrones guy? I am a Game of Thrones. Okay, yes. you only get to pick one. Okay, the last, the last Avengers movie or the last four Game of Thrones shows. Uh, I mean, I'm going Avengers, man. I mean, that's, I, that's terrifying. Uh, I mean, look at my name. Look at my Twitter handle, Comic Dude. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, it is, uh, it is what it is. Um, I'll just 
I would just Wikipedia Thrones if I had to. Nope. The internet just surged. You can never watch them again. This is it. Never watch. Oh, man. I mean, I, I, I'm still going to go with Avengers. Okay. All right. Final question. Final question before. I think this is a Pacers podcast. So uh, I completely, yeah, I'm aware right. that this is us. This is our fault, uh, but I have a lot of questions. <laughs> Who sits on the Iron Throne at the end? Ooh, okay. So my wife and I, we've been kind of discussing this um, going back and forth. Um, I think it's, I think it's John. Um, I, I feel like, okay, everyone's saying, okay, it's probably going to be John, it's probably going to be Danny. I, I still think it's going to be John because I think Daenerys is going to somehow turn against them. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think she's going to self-destruct. You know, she didn't seem real happy that, you know, he's a Targaryen. Um, and I just, the past, I would say probably the past six or seven episodes, including this season... I just haven't liked where she's gone. She's not the one that I root for anymore. No, you know? she doesn't care you about know, anything but the Iron Throne. Yeah, she's 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 let the power go to her head, and how she's treat other people treated other people. Um, I, yeah, I'm not really a fan of hers that much anymore. My wife seems to think that she's going to become like the Night Queen, that she's going to replace the Night King. Oh wow, that is. Awesome. Uh, here's what here's what I think about uh, Danny here. This this is why I think th- they're creating this situation where uh, John and Danny are going to be fighting. If you notice, everybody around her, um, they're starting to gravitate toward other people. Everybody other than Jorah, who is deader than dead on Sunday. I think he's <laughs> dead. He had the moment with Sam where he's got a Valyrian sword. He's going to yeah. go down. Other than Jorah. Varys, you never know who he's with. Um, you know, obviously the Lannister blood. I mean, Jamie's back, so now Tyrion's got somebody. Um, even she even thought. Uh, she even thought. Um, oh my gosh! What I just blanked on his name. Uh, Ironborn. Why, why did I just mess? Uh, oh yeah, Theon. She she sees she sees Theon come, and she's expecting Theon uh, to come to her, like basically to say, "Hey, I want to fight." Instead, he goes to Sansa, and now everyone likes John. It's just it's just she's got nobody other than Jorah, who is dead. <coughs> he is dead. Yeah. It, yeah. No, I don't think he's making it. I don't think um, I don't think Podrick is making it. I know. Oh no. Sort of. He's um. Brianna Tarr's little buddy. Oh, yeah. Brianna, I think she's gone. Did you did you I, tear I up when that. she got knighted? It would make me sad because I I, I want Torman the Wildling to get with her. I, I mean, I just love that. Yeah, he's always like you know flirting and staring at her and everything. Yeah, Jamie's um, go, Jamie's trying to slide into those DMs too. I think. He, no, he yeah he does yeah. And did you see the way he was holding that sword? I mean, they were kind of there was a little bit of a rivalry going on there in that episode. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, that was ten minutes. That was approximately eight minutes longer than I expected to go on that stuff. But we, you know, when you have the opportunity, you just gotta seek it. So, uh, we've been obviously talking Pacers stuff uh, all day. A little bit of a somber mood. Obviously, can't even win a game. Uh, yada yada yada. What, going into this off season, what's the number one priority for you, uh, comic dude? Okay. Well, you know, um, I'm sure a lot of people are gonna disagree with me, but I've been saying this for years. Ever since we hired him, is I, I do not like to make, make McMillan hire. Um, I know we're probably going to be stuck with him next season um, because we never seem to fire a coach. We just kind of let them um, ride it out. That's how cheap Simon is. Um, but I think, I think McMillan is a detriment to the team 
Um, I think the strides that a lot of players made is because of some of the assistant coaches. Um, so, I, I mean, that, that would be my if, – if I was the boss, that would be my thing. Thank you for your service. We need someone else. Um, we need an offensive-minded coach to pair with, you know, Dan Burke and Popeye Jones. I mean, those guys, I think they bring a lot to the defensive side. But when you can't – when you go – an entire quarter, and you only score six points. You know, it's, and I granted, we're, we're missing our best player. We missed him for half the year. But there was something that was working for a few weeks that was clicking on the offense. And then to go into the playoffs and just crack the bed, I mean, oh, man. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I had to turn it off sometimes because, you know, they just couldn't score a point. So that's. That that's my thing is you know yes we need we need new players but we need a new offensive line coach. Yeah, I I I think detriment to the team maybe the wrong word. It's kind of like his play style, you know, the the heavy on the defense, hold the ball, keep good looks in the shot clock. He's more like an expiring coach in the league, I'd say. I think yeah, as I far as team can, chemistry, of another of another age. Yeah. As far as team chemistry and stuff, I think he does a fine job. I think you can criticize him for sure on his rotational minutes at times, but I don't know. It's hard to think that he's the reason alone we lost, you know, all those four games. No, I mean, I think a lot of it, I mean, I just think they ran out of gas. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they fought to hold that spot and to kind of, and to get home court for so long that they just, I think they just ran out of gas. And I mean, I don't even know what's up with Tyreek Evans, that whole, you know, that whole mess. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I, I just think, honestly, I'm glad that the season's over because I think most of us knew once we lost those first two games that we weren't going to win this. Yeah, I agree. Um, so kind of let's, you know, let's reset. Let's, you know, let's bring back a few players. Let's try to sign a couple players. And then let's pray that Victor is, you know, back to his old self. All right, you got to pick one. You got Thad Young, two years, $8 million each. Or Bojan, two years, $18 million each. Which one are we picking? You can only pick one. Um, You know what? I'm going to pick that. Um, I don't like you right now for making me pick, make, pick this because I want them both to You want them back. both. Okay. Um, I probably would go sad because he's the blue guy. He's the locker room guy. He's the leader that's not Depot. And then with that money, go out and try to get – Middleton or, or, or another scoring um, three. Yeah, I agree completely. And what other big players, what other names you looking at you think might have a chance? Anybody on the mind? Well, you know, um, man, uh, and let me preface this. You know, I have a lot of bad, bad opinions about <laughs> everything. We, we're here to hear them. Sharing them. That, I mean, that's one of my things. Is I like sharing all my bad opinions with everyone, you guys included. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not I'm not technical when it comes to um, you know salary cap and making the money work and matching salaries of trades. We act like that. we are, but we have no idea. <laughs> um, you know, I would probably see what I could do to get Kemba Walker. Yeah, I love it. Um, I think I mean I think a point guard um, is definitely needed. Um, someone that can play a little off the ball like Kemba can. Um, and you know, you look at what. You look at what Oklahoma City's done with their roster, um, and, I, and not not just 
how they stagger PGs and Russ's minutes. That's something that, that you know that we should do here. Is if we have a star point guard, and you kind of stagger his, his minutes with with all the depots, so one of them goes to the bench first, and yeah. then when the second unit comes in, you know, then after a few minutes, you bring in whoever you sat first and sit your sit the other player. That seemed to work well with Russ and PG. Um, I would I would probably you know lean something that way, but. You know, so if you can make the money work, bringing in Kemba, bringing back Sad and Bogey, um, and I think at that point you probably have to let Wes, uh, Wesley Matthews go because I think he, I think he'll, I, I think he'll he'll price himself out of what we what we want to spend because uh, we all know that Simon's not going to go over the cap, <laughs> even though he just got uh, a buku of money from the city. <laughs> I agree. All right, one last question. Can we write your name down and pen to be at the next Hooters night? Can we what? Can we write your name in pen, like 100% you're going to be at the next Hooters night? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You can write it in blood. Oh, <laughs> a little blood up. All right, comic dude. Uh, hopefully you guys you have a great week. I know it's a big week for the comic book community. I think everybody's... You know, you, you'll, you'll see me on Twitter. I'll let you guys know. You know, anytime I'm available to hop on the show, I love sharing my opinions with you guys. So, you know, just uh, just let me know. All right, sounds good. That's Comic Dude. Uh, we love him. Uh, we'll let you go. I love you. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Love you too. Have All right, fun. there we go. Two guys in a row said they love me. I appreciate it. It's time for um, the Association, presented by Born Ready to Pie. God, that was so fucking electric. <laughs> that was. Oh my god. I got two videos playing. Hopefully we don't get sued for that. By the way, we got kicked out of my living room for, for, for good now because of Hawk. I gave it one of the loudest ever, just because I knew your wife was sleeping, so... All right, first up, we got Damian Lillard's 50-point game. The logo, hits from the logo. Thoughts on this? The Thunder are up out of here. What my thought is, two simple words, one gift. Hell yes! Hell yes! Hell yes! Right now, over Paul George, who said it was a bad shot. Dude shooting over 65%. From 30-plus. From 30-plus feet. It's not a bad shot. Paul George, buddy. This is what sucks for you, dude. You have no court awareness whatsoever. You're so bad in the clutch. There's three seconds left, and he's standing way out there. You don't close out even a little bit higher. My God, buddy. Just, just, just get, get up, get out, get out, up out of here. Paul George and the Thunder have only won like two more games than the Pacers in the last two years, and that's with Oladipo missing over half the season this year. We won the trade. Get out. All right. There have been five walk-off buzzer beating series shots. Okay. Can you name the four others? And uh, Dame Lillard did it before. Yep, he's against the Rockets. That was against the, trick the Rockets. One. Uh, Michael Jordan did it versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes. Shots in the air, good balls win. What year balls. for double points? Double. Would it have been eighty? It would have been six. Yeah. Later. It's later than that. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. I thought it was his in his third year. 89 versus the Cavs. We're probably not counting the shot against the Jazz for Jordan, are we? Because that wasn't technically the buzzer. No, that wasn't a buzzer beater. Next Uh, up, there's two more. 
Two more. Two more. I'm going to take my horse. Derek Fisher? That was not nope. game. That wasn't. Yeah. One of them you probably won't get. Ralph Sampson versus the Lakers. Oh, wait. No, no, no. 86. Yeah. yeah, to go on to play Boston. Yeah. Yep. And, and then, then the other one was a 97. Some guy from the state of Utah. Oh, John Stockton. Yep. He hit a shot. Yeah, he had a shot. 97 also goals. versus the Absolutely. Rockets. So the Rockets have been victims to this three times. Yeah. So, which is hilarious. Uh, yeah. Um, next up. Lakers schedule second interview with Ty Lue. Also interviewed Jason Kidd. Which one's more likely? This is the worst. Ty Lue. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> this is going to be hilarious. If I, was a, if I was a Lakers fan. So you're, gonna, so you're telling me either A, you're going to hire a coach before you hire a president of basketball operations. Or B, you're letting Rob Polinka run the basketball operations. Either way, you're absolutely pig-effed. In the bomb because there's you can't yeah I mean Genie Buzz is just sitting at Cracker Barrel having a that's great it. time. <laughs> and I'm just telling you, I you're in trouble, Lakers fans, and I really don't care. Did you see LeBron? Are you going to mention LeBron? Part of my take? No, not part of my take. Part of the interruption. Basically, uh, someone's uh, insinuated that he wanted out. And there's a riff between them, and LeBron literally was like doing a live video, basically saying that they're lying. He's literally in there with all of his teammates, like working out and stuff. So, yeah. I would funny. say there's something fishy going on. Magic oh, yeah. Johnson just ups ups and quits. Oh, you guys didn't hear the story? What? The email leak? You guys there's an email leak? No, yeah. explain. There was uh, apparently, there's now stories coming out that uh, there was a chain email going between a couple of the higher ups uh, kind of talking about Magic Johnson behind his back and he accidentally got CC'd onto no it. Way. And it basically said, <laughs> it basically, we're basically talking crap about how, how bad he was sucking at his job. He does suck at his job, but yeah. he did give us a great video. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be here. <laughs> All right, next up, Phoenix Suns. The suck. Suck. They fired their coach. Do we care? No, four coaches, four years. I feel bad for whoever takes that job. Monty Williams, are, I mean, just I feel bad for you, man. If you take that job, don't do it. Why would you want to take a job, have 60 losses on your coaching resume? Don't do it. It could ruin your career. they got to have a high draft pick, right? They should have three service good We've NBA been saying that players. for how many years, though? I know, I know. Suck. It never works. Maybe and they'll get another draft pick. They could have drafted Luka. Didn't. I don't know how to say their coach's last name. I think Igor, Igor, whatever his name yeah. is. Offensive guy, assistant coach, bring him to the Pacers. I would love that, actually. I thought he did a nice job considering they're one of the biggest dumpster fighters. If you're going to keep McMillan, you got to bring in an offensive guy. Dan Burke's the defensive guy. McMillan's the head guy. you got to bring in an offensive guy. I hate to say it. Popeye Jones, do we say bye? I mean, I can't say bye to that ass. Uh, Bano, see you later. Bring in an offensive guy. Got to do something. Uh, call Igor right now. Offer him a blank check. If he wants $5 million, $10 million, give it to him. All right. Next up we I'm got. Kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Sweep the Pistons. Yeah. Thoughts. They the least the shocking news of 2019. They thought they were, but they didn't leave. I commend Blake out. Griffin for trying to play. Oh, my God. Did you see his leg? Yeah. It was a, like a bionic leg. I mean, um, he really was, tried to play. He I mean, down 3-0 and he plays. I mean, that takes some balls to yeah. do that. Uh, but we knew that was coming. I can't really talk shit though because we got swept. Yeah. So, so I'm not talking crap at all. I think they. I mean, they overachieved. Are we going to talk about playoff series? Or are we going to do that? Let's do that at the end. We're talking not... about it right now. This is the next up. Okay. So we got Rockets, uh, Jazz probably ending tonight three one. Also Warriors Clippers three one tonight as well. Those series I'm guessing are over. They're both favor the home team at the home. So. Are those the only two left? Those are the only two. Okay, and Warriors Nuggets, are going to win. Nuggets took a 3-2 series lead on Tuesday. Raptors wrapped up against oh, the Oh, yeah, Magic. they're still – okay. 
Um, I don't think there's any other series. I mean, just think about this. The Nuggets, if they close out versus Trailblazers, one of those two teams will be in the Western Conference Finals. Yes. Which nobody, I think, would have predicted at the beginning of the year. Or even the Spurs, Probably which not. they won't no. win. But, well, yeah. um, I think the best series will be in this second round, Rockets and Warriors. It'll be a good one. That will be... But then again, okay, so the Western Conference Finals, I think that the Warriors are just going to stomp through that. It'll probably be a five-game series. Yeah. And then I look at the finals, and people want to complain about, well, the West, the West is stacked, all this other crap. The West is not I stacked. think that the East, is the East is going to put up a better fight than the Western Conference teams, whoever comes out. I completely agree. I said that at the beginning of the year. I thought that the East wasn't too far off the West. The I West the was East more deep. And the East you can't do any worse than the last couple of years. 4-0, 4-1. Like, I mean, I, don't, I think the Warriors are going to win it all, but like, I feel like – and I've switched every week. I said at first the Raptors, and then I said the Bucks, and now I'm on the Celtics bandwagon. <laughs> I think the Celtics are coming out, so no matter what, I can Jason McIntyre this shit, and I can say that I predicted it right. I got three <laughs> out of four chances here, so God help me if the Sixers win. But uh, I think that the Celtics—they're playing hot right now, right when they need to be. Um, they're going to beat Milwaukee. Woo! Put it down. Six games. They're going to win it, Boston. Game six. I'm feeling a bet coming on. Yeah, I think you have Milwaukee. Yeah, I would take I Milwaukee. Think Bucks, yeah. I think the Milwaukee goes back to being Milwaukee. Okay. I mean, that's series. not a bad take. I mean, they played last year. I think the Bucks surprised them when they played last year, took them to seven. This year, it's kind of like the Celtics are at a disadvantage for that reason. If they played the that Celtics, they know they can play them close. If the it's pretty Celtics much the same steal team. a game, game one. So if, if it goes 2-0, Bucks. I think the Bucks will win it. But if the Celtics can steal one game at the beginning, I think it sets them up very well. They'll steal home court. And I think that the Bucks will struggle to win in Boston. I think they Credit got, to Boston. They did what they needed to do against us. I uh, I think the Bucks got it. I, I, I still I, I want to see what a little pressure to Kyrie Irving does. Yeah. I'm not sure he really wants to be there. We couldn't apply that pressure. Um, he's played he's under up. pressure moments. I mean, he made that. No, 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 no. I'm not saying under pressure moments. I mean, uh, th- that's not what I, I shouldn't have said it like that. I guess I, I'm saying I want I want to see him play under pressure right now while it's being speculated that he's got one foot out the door. I mean, he's a clutch player. He, I mean, he made one of the biggest shots in the history of the NBA. I mean, he, I mean, he took down the Warriors. That's not what I'm saying. He's a clutch player. He, but I just want to see what a little pressure him, does to his. I attitude. mean, watching him through his career and. In that series, the dude like literally just has to dribble a couple times, and he, you just, you know, he's gonna make those like he when he chucks like it up. Flop. Like he really doesn't flop. That no, much. He, like he just, it's just so pure. I hate yeah. to say it, it's he's so good. pure. He's awesome, and he's kind of a dick, but he's awesome. So, so you got Boston, and Warriors. then who do you got in the other series? Well, let's just say Eastern Conference. So you guys say Milwaukee, I say Boston. So who do you have in Raptors Sixers? I think it's going to be a lot close. I think most people would say just Raptors off the bat, but I think it's just because of the way. a lot of people pick sick Philly. After that game where they got booed and they just and then they came out and just dominated with or without Joel most of the rest of the series. Tobias got super hot. I thought Simmons obviously played great. So. And let's admit it, Embiid could have played that whole series, but they just decided to give him some games off because yeah. they could afford to. I think the winner of Buck Celtics will be representing the Easter Conference. So NBA you got to pick finals. a you got to pick an NBA Finals right now. Golden State and the Bucks. Okay, I will pick. I'll probably flip flop next week, but I'll say Warrior Celtics. I'm just gonna say Denver Nuggets and Whew! the Milwaukee Bucks. Just 
Just because why not? I mean, why not? Somebody's that was a good time else. to revisit Hawks prediction at the beginning of the year. What was it? Well, also, first off, neither of you had the Nuggets even in the playoffs. So way to go on that. Damn. And next off, <laughs> I mean, no next off we have uh, Hawk had predicted the Pacers to win in seven <laughs> against the Warriors. <laughs> Just short. Just short. Just short uh, by 16 wins. The yeah. Pacers were short of winning a title this year. So just like uh, we swept the Warriors last year, though, and people forget. Too. And then they came back and returned the favor this season. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I uh, that Trailblazers Nuggets series, if that's what it ends up being, I like the Blazers in that series. I like the Blazers against either of those teams, and then I think the Warriors will just steamroll that conference finals. But shout out to the Blazers. Yeah, they're my who I'm rooting for in yeah, the West. Yeah. Uh, before. Last night happened. I was a magic guy in the East, so I don't really want to root for any of the East teams. I don't want to see any of them win, but I just have this feeling that Boston's going to easily beat the Bucks in, in six games. All right, who's the best player in that series? Giannis. Yeah, but it's Kyrie's right there. Uh, you can't take it. I mean, didn't they just let's, win let's rank the top six in the NBA? Right. No, 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 Jesus. In, series. in that series, Giannis won for me. Kyrie two. Uh, I probably have to give Horford the three just from what he does defensively and the way he just kept hitting, kept hitting the shots against us. I thought you guys were going to say like Jason Tatum. I was going to say Al Horford. No, Horford so, for okay, three. Horford. And then it gets dicey. I'd I mean, say Middleton I'd and say, Tatum's a toss-up. Yeah, I'd put Middleton slightly out of Tatum just because we're in that it's potential. I think that I think yeah. So basically, what I'm saying is there's. I mean, I think it's a pretty even matchup. Definitely. And let's I'm give Gordon Hayward a shout out. He's been Absolutely. Playing, he's been playing well. He's yeah. coming back to form. A lot of people were giving up on him. Um, it does takes he a while. Ball? He does, doesn't he? That's you know, great. a lot of people don't realize it takes a while to come back from being a year out of the NBA, recovering from an injury. And I, people forget. And you know what else I've been hearing that we could have used Oladipo in that series. I don't know. <laughs> that's, uh, I don't know if we talked about that. that. Actually, that's, that's a really news. good take. Actually, I, mean, I think I didn't the think first, that. Yeah. was this the first podcast that mentioned that. I mean, well, I mentioned the, it earlier. You guys yeah. just weren't listening. Just yeah. think about how yeah. screwed you are when Darren Collison's your playmaker. <laughs> that's in the past. Moving on. No, we don't live in the past. I don't think we have anything. That's, that was the end of it. I just that was the end of it. it. So we pretty much already discussed Avengers and Game of Thrones. Yeah. NFL draft too. coming up. Is that it? Is that you guys are going to be at the draft? We're going to be at the draft. Friday Doing a live Saturday. show. Ryan Suckup signing on Saturday at 2.30. Going to be there. It, Chris literally thinks that we're going to this autograph signing. It's literally right there. It's all in the same There'll area. Be 10 Dude, I'm, gonna, I'm, listen, good. I'm not even over-exaggerating. If, if Ryan Suckup was sitting in that chair right now, I, wouldn't, wouldn't be I would not. I wouldn't. That's the funniest part. You go and get Ryan Suckup's autograph in your What drum. team is he? Is he on the He's Titans? He's a kicker yeah. for the Titans, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But, here's here's uh, his mug. Yeah. But I mean, all the autograph signings there are They're Titans players, and it's nobody wants terrible. their autographs. No. I mean, they my play goal is just to you know run into some run into some personalities, you know, talk a little bit, see if we can get them on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, exchange numbers. Need a, we need so, Boring to so, Pod business. Company. Listen, I did. I did see Book. You know who Book Shambi is? I know the name Shambi. Yeah, it's because he's the guy that does the uh, Sunday Night Baseball and whatnot. I've seen him in Cleveland. I was. I see the. I was not. uh, I was not. Did not want to take pictures at that point. I didn't feel like taking pictures, but I would have 100%. He's a great. He's great. He loves being fat. 
Yes, I and, was. Yeah. I didn't want to just say he was, he was the fat guy. Yeah, he is. And uh, he was great. Great voice. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah. I was like, boog! And he's like, hi. That's all I did. He literally was like, hi. And then just walked right, right around the corner. Not like rude or anything, but I think he was just shocked that like, someone noticed him. Shout but, out Boog's comedy. Yeah. Cleveland one weekend, Nashville the next, Cleveland Indians Stadium when we were there. You know, Did they a, win? I've been I've been to twelve MLB stadiums. You know, it's my dream. I've been to like all six. Um, it, after this summer, it'll probably be closer to sixteen. Um, but it's a middle of the road stadium. I think if it was warmer weather, I think it'd be. But it, it's pretty nice actually. I like it. So yeah, no Marlins. one likes to chant there. San Diego, and it's the best. Yeah, Marlins man can't go to the Cleveland Indians game because you can't see him sitting in behind. Did you know that? No. Yeah, so there you go. A little Marlins man talk. Didn't know that. You don't get that at every podcast. No, you don't. Anything else? So who are the Colts taking first round? I don't know. I saw the mock draft that Mike Wells did on ESPN, and he had us taking uh, the Abram safety from Texas A&M. Oh, he's a bad boy. He's a perfect Which, I don't know, fit. because we just he's resigned Gether, so... Like, he's a perfect fit, though, with yeah. Malik Hooker. And then I also I saw... That. There's some... Some, uh... Christian Wilkins. Yes, Wilkins. I think he was already gone, but there was some, uh... Jeffrey Simmons, who's one of Some the guy with five. a great last name that was, a. Uh, a cornerback, I think. Greedy Williams. Greedy Williams, and then there's another one. But Greedy Williams is another Rocky Asin. Rocky Asin. He's a physical. So this is what I would do. I would take Greedy Williams, and then I would trade up to get Rocky Asin. Okay. If you have Greedy Williams and Rocky Asin, you will never lose an NFL game. No one will be able to pass for more than 100 yards on you. Those are just two of the best names of all time. I could talk NFL draft talk, so I'm not going to do that because we'd be here all day. To me, if I'm the the general manager of of the Colts, the first thing I do is – I know that I'm. I, I will give. I will give Ballard his due. He is great at uh, garnering talent and scouting. I yeah, think he's yeah, awesome. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, I, but I'm trying to give. You know, it's hard yeah, for yeah. me to say something nice. Yeah, so I'm trying go to ahead, say go something. Ahead, so, Let me unzip my pants. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so if I if I'm the Colts, what I do is I I call Denver. Um, and I say, look, Denver, why don't you come up here? Um, you give us Chris Harris, who's one of the best slot yeah, corners in the league. Absolutely. We'll take uh, your second-round pick as well. You package those two. You come up in the first round, um, and then we'll throw in a, a sixth-round pick. And uh, now we have one of the best slot uh, one of the best slot cornerbacks uh, in the league. It's something you guys need. And then you're still uh, you got that high. You got two high second round picks. You got plenty of safety help. A guy like Taylor Rapp, Darnell Savage, that would be huge. And then you could even. I think you guys really need to go out uh, for an outside receiver. Because yes. um, I've uh, publicly said I don't think Devin Funches is the answer. So if what's his name from Ole Miss is there. I think you got to take him. So, Abrams is great, but I'm telling you right now, Taylor Rapp out of Washington. I'm talking about the receiver. What's the receiver one loves from Ole Miss? I, I can't say him. DK Metcalf. Okay. I don't like him. Here, here's why I don't like him. He's got a terrible three-cone, bad bad hips. Um, he, he's got he's a one-trick pony. It's a great trick. He runs straight really fast. Uh, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't love to see that, but I think the Colts, if they got a guy like A.J. Brown – um, Hollywood Brown is that that dude? No, that's that's uh, Marquise Brown. I don't like that so much just because he actually weighs he he weighs less than T Y Hill. Yeah. According so, to Jason so. McIntyre's mock draft, Jason McIntyre's he had Greedy draft. Williams. He has Greedy Williams on the Colts. That's a Greedy, great name. Yeah, and I'm telling you right now, Greedy Williams is the best cover corner in the draft. His problem is if you watch any of his film, uh, he's he's a uh, he's a cornerback that is a. Uh, he picks and chooses when when he uh, wants to tackle, which people are moving away from. He is the best cornerback in the draft. And so, I, what time does the draft start? Eight o'clock. So, 
So it starts at eight. So, so probably be, be there by about eleven thirty. And I, I don't so know if I I'd should s- be there after end game because I'll be yeah. in game. So yeah. perfect. I don't care about yeah. anybody else. Yeah. And um, I can see us trading back. And I, Ballard loves a trade back. And I have to mention, and I have to mention the Browns here. I don't want them to trade up. I think there's plenty. Yeah. Listen, after I think when I was looking at my stuff. Uh, and I, yeah, I actually watch film. I get on the all twenty-two stuff. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I really do. I think it's the best stuff ever. I would say there's probably fourteen players that are really round one caliber players. I think there's a ton of round two and three. And I think Ballard is smart enough to see that. I would love uh, to see the Browns stay where they're at, make the picks, and then um, the Colts move back and just accumulate picks and just knock it out of the park. I think that's probably best case for both teams. Last question before we wrap it up. We got two months here till the NBA draft. Are people going to expect to hear podcasts from us on a weekly basis? What's the plan? We haven't really talked about that. We deserve at least a break or two here and there because there's going to be sometimes bi-weekly. Bi-weekly, we're going to try to let's try to get some good guests at least. We'll but I'd say out. we'll probably keep this going through the playoffs. But the great content's not going to come back until oh, but the great content's long gone until we get until yeah. we re-sign Tyreek Evans. We'll have a whole. We'll year have some. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling some Game of Thrones talk. Sprinkle yeah. in some football, you know, a little some draft, wedding talk, a little maybe. wedding talk. Maybe weddings are hot. June fifteenth, <laughs> Mister Light will become Mister Light again. <laughs> All right, that's gonna wrap up episode four, episode forty five of the Born Ready to Pod podcast. Shout out, Comic Dude. Forty five. We're gonna mention Rick Smith. Oh shoot! Do we screw up? Oh well, we'll do it next episode. We got plenty of time this summer. So our fiftieth, will that be? That That'll be a big show. Be like the draft episode. Dot, well, well, hold on. Dot 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 dot. Hooters night fifty. Hooters fifty. That would be technically eight weeks from now. We we'll figure weekly. something out. Maybe we go back to the coterie and invite some people to come. Yeah. Up. Okay. We'll see. I, oh, I like the coterie. coterie. All right. We'll yeah. see you guys. Maybe not next week. Maybe sometime. You'll hear from us again here soon. Maybe see you tomorrow. Later. Maybe. <laughs>